Hello everyone, I'm back and I just finished watching Love and Marriage Huntsville and I want to have a couple, um, a little bit of conversation about this episode. So we still got Martel, um, Martel just not accepting his role in the demise of his marriage. He, he's, he's really not. So his methodology to, um, keep the onus from him is to continuously repeat that, well, Melody cheated on me. And Melody has said, look, I moved out the house. Okay. We were separated. And for three weeks, I was talking to, she was dating some guy for three weeks. Okay, great. She said, I did not have sex with him. We only spoke for like for three weeks. And that was the end of that situation. But we were separated. We were separated because he was messing around on me. And I was out. I was done at the moment. Then I came back to him thinking we can work things out. And he continued to mess around with said person of five years. And now that said person is having a baby. I don't know why Martel is not just not. I don't know. I, Martel, like Marcel said, when he went to, he did a pop-up. Lord, these folks in these pop-ups. Went over to where Mar uh, uh, Marcel's club is or the, uh, the cigar lounge. And, they, you know, they, he's still doing some work in the lounge and stuff like that. And he's, you know, he's trying to have a realistic conversation with Martel. And he even told Martel, look, I, I need for you guys to hit rock bottom. Because when you hit rock bottom, there's really nowhere else for you to go but to try to rebuild and come back up. And Martel's like, oh, I'm already at the bottom. I'm already at the bottom. You know, I know you're not because you're not at a place where you are ready to rebuild because you're not even accepting the situation and your part in it. And that's all that Marcel was letting him know, like, dude, you know, um, your life. You need to really get it together and look around. See, I think Martel is doing what he can to try to gain allies. And I think he's doing whatever he needs to do so that he could do a character assassination against Melody. Because if you notice, he also went on social, well, I don't know if you know, but he went on social media a few days ago, um, just in, in front of his kids talking about melody which was completely out of order so i don't I, I don't i don't you know there's really i don't feel bad for for martel at all i don't feel bad for him i it's just because it's making no sense he's making himself look ridiculous so uh, martel also mentioned to marcel that um you know that the 47 acre situation is on hold he can't move around he's dealing with this divorce and as a result you know, he can't make any moves right now. And Marcel doesn't seem to be too surprised because he felt like it was a situation that just because it was the 47 acres, it's always something like the, he was waiting for the next shoe to drop. He always he knew something was going to come up and, you know, he's got the divorce. So he didn't he wasn't as upset about it. He just kind of was like, yep, I figured that as much. So it was not a surprise for him. Later on, we see. Um, Melody has a conversation with uh, Mother Holt, okay, Mar Martel's mom, and they're talking about where things are going in the, you know, with the divorce, and you know, um, his mom really likes Melody, 
And she said, you'll always be my um, daughter-in-law, always. And she's very disappointed in Martel. She let that be known. And they continue on to talk about the situation at hand and, you know, how they're going to deal with the kids and stuff. And then it comes up about, you know, Martel expecting another child. And the mother confirms that it's a boy. She's like, oh, I didn't know that part. She just heard the girl was pregnant. When Melody and Martel have a conversation, because they're, it's, you know, Melody's time with the kids is up. I think she has them for 14 days. Then he has for the next 14 days. So when his, when they were doing the exchange, you know, they met up wherever in a neutral spot, they run into having this conversation about, you know, Melody was like, you know, I hear around town that you're trying to get full custody. And what, you know, just keep in mind, you have to prove that I am not a good mother in order to get full custody. You have to prove that. And he was like, oh, you know, that's not going to be hard to prove. You're not around. You don't do this. You don't do that. She said, okay, I just want you to keep that in mind. You know, then he was talking about, you want to take the kids down to Atlanta. She was, you know, letting it be known, like, look, when I'm in Atlanta, I'm away from all the mess and the negativity. The kids love it. And Martel's like, well, of course they love it. They get down there. They don't have to do chores. They're out swimming and playing games. You know, so life is like a it's a it's a game. It's it's vacation time for them. And she was like, you know, I just want to do what's best for me and my children. Let's keep that in mind. Martel didn't want to hear that. Then she happens to mention, she said, oh, congratulations. I hear um, your mom tells me that you're having a boy. And he was looking like basically he was like, why would she even mention that? But he didn't say it. He's still trying to talk to Melody and Melody is like, you know what? I don't have any more conversation for you. You you really have dug a hole for yourself and I'm not helping you get out of it. And I'm not going to make this easy for you. All right. So we're going to move on from that. It's just, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, the empire is crumbling. Martel, your empire, this whole and whole empire crumbling. It is crumbling all around you. And you have not come to that realization as to why. So because you're refusing to see what the situation really is, you're not going to learn from it. So you're going to continue to dig holes for yourself. But that's on you. That That's on you. So to switch gears a little bit, let's talk about Maurice, Kimmy, and Jalen. Jalen recently graduated from college. And Jalen is trying to figure himself out. Jalen doesn't know really what he wants to do in life. There's Jalen is at this point of, well, I guess I'll go into some aspect of real estate. I'm going to go ahead and work and make money so I can go ahead and pay for my uh, the real estate license exam and, you know, see what happens in that direction. So Maurice is on this whole kick that Jalen needs to have direction. And he needs to know what he needs to do. And he's really still pushing this entrepreneurship thing. And Jalen is like, look, you know, I get it. You know, mommy over here, she went a different path. She didn't do an entrepreneurship. She specified a certain career, which is in nursing. She is an RN and she's doing great. That's something that she likes and obviously has a passion for. Maurice, on the other hand, decides, you know, he he his whole thing is, you know, he, he's in um, credit repair and he's helping people get on the right path and making business decisions and all that good stuff. Um, Jalen is 22 years old or at least 21, 22, something like that. He's not there yet. Jalen is in a very good position, though, because he doesn't have student loans. 
He has, uh, he, he's living rent free. He has a very good support system behind him. Cause it's, it's a lot easier when you don't have to worry about too many bills and you can just focus on figuring out who you are and what you like. Do you realize it takes years for many people to figure out their passion? And some never do. You can go to school, get your degrees, work in that field, and then decide, okay, I'm working in it because it seemed like the right thing to do. But in all actuality, I don't really like this. Do you know how many people change careers? Because I'm one of those who have changed careers um, twice you know, so it happens. So, you know, some people can figure it out and know right away. Some people, it takes time. So I think Maurice is going to have to pull back as Jalen was letting it be known. Give me an opportunity to figure it out. He said, let's have this conversation this time next year. And Maurice is like, well, we don't really have to have, we don't have to do that. I just want you to know that you need to figure something out. And Jalen is aware of it. it. You know, it's not something that he isn't thinking about. I think Jalen is just going to have to live an experienced life before he comes to a place of understanding himself and what he wants out of life. So that's that. All right. So I'm going to give to Marceau and Letitia and this very awkward conversation. It's supposed to have been a romance night, right? Maurice is at his office. And Letitia comes in, she's dressed seductively and all of that. And he's very happy to see her. She plans this outdoor, well, they're having a dinner outside, romantic dinner underneath a bubble, if you will, because they can't go anywhere. It's the middle of pandemic. They can't go to a restaurant. And she just want to do something nice and show appreciation for him and that he is the head of the household and all that good stuff. And, you know, he's like, oh, this is so nice. I really like this, you know, and then he eases into... I would prefer, you know, if you understand, like when I met you, I always told you I would take care of the family. I would be at the forefront of us, uh, of handling the finances. And I've always wanted you to be the great wife and mother. Step away from the education and the business side and step back into motherhood. See, this is the thing that Mar Marceau has wanted all along. Marceau does not want this woman to work, period. Now, I remember in the first season, he had told, he said, well, let's have this three or four year plan, whatever it was, where I just work and you strictly stay at home, be with the kids. And Tisha, I don't know what year they're in, in this in this plan, two, three, I don't know. Tisha switched the plan. She wants to go get her MBA or whatever. And she wants to move forward. She wants to continue to work. She does not want to be a full time mom, period. She doesn't want to do that. And her thing, her thinking is this, what if something happens to Marcel? He was just in a car accident. That car accident could have went really wrong. I mean, horribly. It could have been come to the point of tragedy. Thank God it didn't. And she wants to be able to be in a position where if something were to happen to Marcel, that she's got a career path and she can support the family on her own. Now, here's the other thing that I'm thinking. I believe that Letitia is also in the back of her mind wondering if this marriage is going to continue on. And if, and she's looking at Melody and, and, and um, uh, Martell and their situation. And Melody's able to maneuver because Melody's got 
work ethic and she's working. So Letitia's like, I, I don't know what's going to happen with our marriage. I want to be in a position to move around just in case it don't work out. Now, she didn't say that, but I think that's also subconsciously she's really trying to make sure that she can make her own way and have her own money and have her own situation set up. I don't have a problem with that. Some women, all they want to do is be kept, be kept women. And it, and that's fine if that's your goal and you're happy with that. They want to stay at home. They want to become socialites. They, you know, they want to just, you know, husband does his thing and, and she does hers. She don't have to work. Some women love that. Tisha isn't one of those women. But so that was that conversation. So let's get to the meat and potatoes of the episode, which was the women's retreat. Well, it was supposed to be a date treat because initially uh, Destiny wanted to be a three-day uh, getaway, but Tisha was having so many concerns and problems about Melody being on this trip. So she switched to a one-day thing. Okay, great. So they, so um, Kimmy and Melody and you know uh, Destiny are all at the venue and uh, Letitia's not there yet. And Destiny wants to get things started, you know, and have everything done during the day. It's, it's all taking place outside. She didn't really want to have anything going on at night. But here comes Letitia at night. And she's improperly dressed for this outdoor event. I don't know what Tisha thought she was going to. She got on this dress and all that. It just, she just like, girl, where are you going with the gym shoes? And, you know, comments were made about her being late. She's got, so of course, Tisha has an attitude. That, that, that puts her in the negative space. And you can tell, okay? So Destiny wants to put together some games. They're going to play Twister. Tisha was like, oh, I wasn't prepared. Can I go? I did bring a change of clothes. And Melody makes a comment. Melody was like, oh, of course, you know, we're having fun. And then here goes Tisha got to be basically a little passive aggressive move. That's that's Tisha for you. So she changes clothes. They go ahead. They play Twister. All right. So after Twister. Destiny has invited um, her name is Ima, and I guess she's a she says she's a shaman and. Uh, she is going to help these ladies. I guess, f figure out how to work through their issues with each other and make make amends if possible. We know that don't work. So the first thing she did was have them do this exercise like, OK, I'm going to ask some questions and raise your left hand if this is what your father has done. Raise your right hand if it's your mom or both hands if you're, both your parents, you know, did whatever, you know, the different things that she brought up, you know, um, one about being argumentative, the other one about being controlling, the other one about whatever, workaholic. And, you know, Melody was like, you know, both my parents were workaholics. And I guess I got it honestly, because I'm a workaholic. Um, then she did the next exercise where you had to have, oh, I'm sorry, Kimmy talked about, um, I think hers was about, I think her mom was very controlling. I can't remember which one. And Kimmy's trying to learn how to release and be, you know, less controlling and all that good stuff. All right. Then we get the cards. And you're supposed to give a card to someone and explain to them why you gave them a card that describes your, um, how that person is towards you, you know? And so Destiny gave protect the protection card 
to Melody and she said, Melody's very protective of me. And I can appreciate that. Even sometimes when I'm not asking for it, she's still very, very protective. I've gone through a lot. And, and it was a really touching moment because, you know, Destiny says, I'm not a crier. And it was just brought tears to her eyes. And Melody was like, you know, I'm, I, I'm just going to always be there. I'm glad that Destiny and Melody have that close relationship. Um, Melody and Destiny came together by virtue of Martell. Martell and Destiny have known each other, I think, since high school. So they've been they've known each other longer. But Destiny is like a best friend to Melody. And, and, and you can tell they're, they're they are very in sync with each other and very loving and um, respectful. So it was great to see that and, and this side of Destiny. Because let me tell you something. When Destiny first came on the show, I was like, girl, she was getting an attitude with Kimmy and Tisha for reasons that didn't make any sense. Like, why are you getting an attitude? So I like her. So that was a good look. Um, then Melody gives a card to Tisha. And the card was misunderstanding. So Melody says, you know, I think that the the beginning of our breakdown, our relationship had to do with the fact that um, I was moving away from Tisha. Uh, I wasn't as close with her anymore because I was going through things in my own relationship, which she was. And they even flashed back to the conversation about Tisha having the concerns about they're not being close anymore. Um, I don't understand what's going on. What did I do? She blamed herself. And it, and it wasn't Tisha. It was, she said, Melody said, it was me and my own personal things I was going through. And I, you know, was trying to work on that. And I wasn't really hanging around a lot of people. It wasn't just you. She said, but I think you took that. And, 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 and subsequently it just, the, the relationship just starting having more and more issues moving forward. Well, Miss Tisha, she was like, girl, I call BS on that. That ain't that ain't the problem with our relationship. The problem began when you start lying about my family and about my husband out there having an affair. That's where our problems start. Tisha, that is not true. It did start when you confronted Melody about her not communicating and not hanging around and you don't understand what's going on. That's where it started. So Melody is right. But you are hung up on this one thing. You are hung up on a situation about Melody has posted in response now, because if you're going to tell it, tell it all. You brought up that Melody about uh, uh, Mar Martell buying a car just like Melody's for his side chick. You brought that up. So Melody responded and she put on social media about who Martel, Marceau, I'm sorry, Marceau was messing around with. Allegedly, it supposedly was Melody's uh, hairstylist, allegedly. But the hairstylist denied, you know, that that ever happened, that Melody just lied on her. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to leave that alone for right now. So Tisha's like, you lied. And Melody's like, I haven't lied about anything. I've never lied to you about anything. You know, she's like, you just want to tear down my marriage. And Melody's like, I don't want to tear down your marriage. I understand what's going on in my marriage. And I'm trying to deal with it. I wouldn't wish that on nobody else. And clearly, in, for, in regards to your marriage, I know more about it than you do. That was just, again, Tisha. 
Tisha was like, we can't move forward if you don't own up to your actions. And, and Melody was like, what actions are you referring to? Because I've, I've never lied to you. I admitted about the whole lack of communication. What else? And Tisha is stuck on that whole accusing Marceau of cheating. She's not letting that go. Marceau doesn't even go. He doesn't even talk about it. He was like, why would it? And, and I think that it, it bothers her with Marceau because Marceau doesn't give it any energy. She's the one giving it all the energy. Marceau doesn't. So Melody was like, I can't keep talking to her because she just, this ain't going anywhere. She gets up, walks away. I'm done. Look, Tisha and her, I, I, I really, when they first came on, I was trying to be team Tisha and I really wasn't here for Melody. But as time moved forward, I start seeing the immaturity and the passive aggressiveness of Tisha, it is bothering. It's a bothersome thing. She is less likable, far less likable than Melody. I say Melody is perfect, because none of them on here are perfect. But Letitia, girl, you're giving energy to something that you don't need to give. Your husband doesn't give it any energy. Now, do I think he done been out there doing something? Absolutely. But, you know, that is my review for Love and Marriage Huntsville. Talk to you guys later.